It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. Four hundred years of training in the art of sudden death unleashed on twentieth century America. Welcome to the B-Movie Breakdown. I'm Corey. And I'm Sam. And this is a weekly podcast where we kill ninjas. With ninja stars. These next three weeks are moved. Last week, this week, next week. Lots of ninjas being killed. Maybe not a lot of ninjas. A lot of people being killed by ninjas. And then a couple This one, a lot of ninjas were killed, though, as well. This is true. right out of the gate. This is true. Right out of the gate. Were they killed or were they just, like, disarmed and, like, taken care of? Right. I don't know if they necessarily were killed. But this is a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment in low-budget and lesser-known films of the past and present. Home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Each week's movie will be revealed on the prior episode so you, too, can join in on the madness. You can listen if you subscribe on iTunes, which you should. Well, why the fuck aren't you subscribing on iTunes? Subscribe or rate, right now. rating us on iTunes. That rate would also right now. be a good thing. Uh, you can go to our website, bnbpodcast.com. There's a player on the website now. Boom! Player to play the episode. Boom, bitch. Uh, also, uh, we're on Stitcher. You can reach us on our, on our site. Leave a comment on our email, bnbpodcast at gmail.com. On Twitter, at bnbpodcast. Or on our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash BMB podcast. Let's see some feedback, folks. Yeah, leave some comments there. We get, we have some comments. Even if it's, it's bad. We have comments on there, but it's usually just like, can't wait, yeah. or like, super excited, or like, some people have given some movie suggestions, so we should probably get to some, some of on. those soon, so. Any comments would be great. Even if you hate the sound of my voice, let me know. Yeah, this is true. If you hate Sam, let him know. Please. So, this week... The movie is the sequel to last week's movie, Enter the Ninja. This week is Revenge of the Ninja. Next week is Ninja 3, The Domin- Domination. I keep wanting to say Dominion, Dominion, but it's Domination. domination. Uh, week after that, we're going to do... Uh, well, are, oh, so are we going to do Christmas Bounty? Christmas Bounty, oh! starring The Miz. I can't wait for that. And uh, after that, I think we're going to jump into some Space Camp. But just in time for Christmas, we're going to shove out Heck yeah. the uh, amazing, I'm sure... Man, I dare somebody to name anybody else of well, semi-fame besides The Miz from that. From Christmas Bounty? You can't. Because, like, there is... Maybe, oh, no, in the trailer, they mentioned some broad from some other ABC Family show. Yeah. So if you watch that show, then you know the, her, the, who yeah, she is. Yeah, because, like, there's a love interest that, like, you look at her and you're like, what do I know you from? The answer is, you don't really know her from anything. She just looks familiar. Unless you watch ABC Family on the reg, so... Yeah. That's your only... Your only way of going. Yeah. So this week, Revenge of the Ninja, sequel to Enter the Ninja... Has nothing to do with Enter the Ninja. It is one Frank, of Franco Nero will not be here, folks. Sorry to let you down. He could. What I was thinking for this movie was that what if this was a straight sequel, and Franco Nero as Cole was the bad guy in this one, the American white guy ninja oh. bad guy. Like he he went back to America, yeah. got all t- turned around in drugs, yeah. and then you know, but then. 
and then he's friends with this other Asian dude who happens to be the guy who played the bad guy in the last one. Yeah. So it's like they swap roles. Yeah. But not really, because it's not the same character. I mean, if you if you think way too much about this, <laughs> this movie will bum you up because you're like, what the fuck? Like, that guy was bad in the last one. Now he's good. He's Yeah, he's got a kid. I feel like this is one of the very few times where a movie has taken a... Somebody from the first movie. Yeah. Their character dies... Brings them back into the next movie, <laughs> yeah. but as a different character. Yeah, doesn't have that. I can't but think of another time that's it's happened. It's best to not overthink this and just enjoy it for its high kicking ninja star throwing goodness. Yeah, and the plot again, same as last week. Very simple. You know, you have your uh, your main your main guy Cho family dies. Thing is, though, he doesn't need to get revenge on that because the people who kill his family. Do they ever... Is it ever revealed that it was Brayden that was behind that? Not at all. Are we supposed to believe that Brayden's behind that? Oh, man. <laughs> this movie's riddled with... <laughs> See, uh, these are things you don't think about when you're watching it, but, like, no, but having yeah, a yeah. day or so to process this information, these are things that I and, thought about. And you just said his name's Cho. Cho. Right? Like, C-H-O. C-H-O. But here's what kills me. His fucking real name is Sho. S-H-O. Right? Correct. Sho Kazugi. Yeah. So, yeah, that bummed me out. <laughs> that his name wasn't his real yeah, name? Yeah, kind of, because it was like, your son used his real name, and, like, you just changed a letter in your name? Come on, man, just, let's not... It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. But 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 going back to what I was saying, is that what we're supposed to believe? I guess, like... Because his family dies, and his whole family is murdered. Yeah. And six years later, it was the U.S., is in business with his friend Brayden, but his friend Brayden, Brayden was over there. Was there? Yeah, Tokyo. So is that like? Did Brayden lead the charge on that attack just to get him to come to the U.S. for some really weird reason? Ooh. Okay. So like, right out of the gate, it's like the setting is Tokyo. Blah blah blah. Uh, it's like we're in like a Zen garden, what I would call. Yeah. Uh, but it's somebody's house. It's obviously Cho's house. And yeah, like an ar- like I wouldn't say an army. How about a squadron? Like ten. Yeah, like ten, ten ninjas. ninjas just come down on this house. And why I don't? They I mean, kill a fucking grandpa. Yep. A grandma. A kid, right? A kid with the fucking. He gets a Chinese. He's yeah. a fucking ch- uh, ninja star to the head. Yeah. Which Brutal. yeah, and then like which that was apparently. Cut out of the like VHS release of this movie. No kidding. Yeah, and so and a few other deaths too that were a little too uh, brutal apparently yeah. for VHS, and they what they weren't restored until it came to DVD and Blu-ray. So that was his like wife that took the arrow, right? The arrow to the heart. Yeah, I assume because she was the younger of any of the Asian yeah. women that were there. Ooh. But look at there were like two old women and then an old man and then the old woman who survived. So like two. Three grandmas? Yeah, what's up with that? Um, <laughs> or like a grandma's sister, so like who? a great aunt situation? Because there was a baby. Baby's alright, though. Don't worry. But who... Did Cho's wife hide the baby? Or was that... Yeah, because she okay, had the baby. She had it, she, and all of a know, sudden she comes back out and gets arrowed. No baby. Yeah. She hit him in the weeds. And like Brayden and Cho are ta- talking this whole time, a uh, distance away from the house. Yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. So that's why I'm like, I wonder if he had anything yeah, to do with maybe this. Maybe set the hit up to be like, I gotta relocate this. Because what's the other? What's the? What else is the revenge? That's true. Like he's getting revenge on Brayden for fucking up his doll business. 
That always cracked me up <laughs> subtly. So the whole the whole him being an awesome doll maker always just cracked me up because it's like, by day I make dolls, by night I bust heads, and I'm just a fucking. Well, not anymore because he gave that yeah, he gave he, up being a ninja. He tied the little thing around his sword, and he's like, I'm never gonna use it again. So yeah, so like he kills all these ninjas that killed his family, which is like is that that's the revenge. <laughs> Yeah. Because, like, he kills them instantly. He, he takes them all out. Is this the time when he killed all the ninjas and there's one left hanging in a tree? That, I think that was one of my favorite parts because it was like, that guy must have just been perched up in a tree and, like, took a star or an arrow. Yeah. It was hilarious. And from the get-go, this one's already better than the first one. Oh, yeah. Cause like, they, from the first gets scene, it gets you. It's like... There's all this murder, and it's fucking intense, and you're like, yeah. whoa. And, and then you got Cho, who's like a legit ninja this time. Like, not like the, the Cole wasn't, but like, you got this Asian dude who's like more believable as a yeah. ninja, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if that's like racist or Cole, pre- prejudice. Well, I'm or not going to say it, because Cole, like I said, he looks like a guy that would have fixed your car or something. That must have. Yeah. So like, you got Cho, he's this ninja. Brayden is helping out, so there's your first signs of like, Possibly this guy can also no without a doubt do shit like, like I'm like oh American friend yeah Bra- have to find out Braden even though he's like seeming on the level right from seeing him on screen I was like I'm gonna say there's a good chance that he's gonna come back as the shitty bad guy I didn't know if he was gonna be a bad guy necessarily because when he was helping so I was like eh, I don't know but but he but he doesn't show signs of being a good ninja at this point that's or, true or a ninja at all because you don't know he's well, in a business right. suit. But at one point, it's literally Cho, five on one, takes all those fucking guys down. The, this move, these movies seem to like follow this line of like, there's always a man behind the man. So like, Braden's bad, but there is some other guys with him. I'm not saying they're behind him, but they're with him. Yeah, we'll get to that. But it's funny, like, <coughs> I, judging off of the last one, I was like, mm, white guy. I think he's probably going to be the bad guy. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of safe to assume that, but whatever. So, once his family is murdered, there's bodies everywhere. There's ninja bodies everywhere. There's His family's bodies are all over the place. He vows to give up ninja forever. Ninjutsu, no more. Mm-hmm. Wants to take his son to America. Six. Did he initially say why he wanted to take his son to America? I just think uh, what I assumed was that just Braden got to him or, like, influenced him enough where he's like, all right, I'll go to America maybe to escape this. It was like a double part. Like, to escape this and to have a good shot at making premium dolls for people. <laughs> Which is insane. Like, <laughs> that's what I mean. If this movie is all based on he ha- he wants revenge because this guy screwed up his doll business. <laughs> I mean, he does kidnap his son at one point, so yeah. that's the ultimate reason to go after him. But really, there's no other reason he should care so much other than that his doll business was used as a front for yeah. drugs. So, like, I have to, in my head, agree with myself that the revenge is that he, Brayden, had his family killed. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's, I can't think of why, why it's called Revenge of the Ninja. And if it's not, then, I mean, you should have wrote this movie, I guess. <laughs> or like, just thrown that in there. Yeah. Hey, uh, killed your family. Side note. Yeah. <laughs> hey, remember when I killed your family? That's it, revenge. 
Like I, I otherwise I don't I don't but really know. Six years go by, but like we see like a uh, six years later, like text on the screen, cut to like American flag waving, uh, America. Like yeah. you get the text on this. Thanks. Yeah. For the explanation there. And then um, his kid is in school. His kid's obviously older now. Might have been a year at the time, not even. Yeah, he's probably so he's like six, six or, or seven. six or seven years old. He's getting picked on at school, and then starts kicking these kids' ass. Yeah, it's awesome. It's like a gang of little young street toughs, and they're like, they, they're. I don't know what, why they're picking on him. They're basing it off an extra, like I don't know. Maybe he was because he was a Dodgers fan. And he was wearing the hat. Whatever it is, I don't know. But they're just straight up like, yeah, let's mess with them. There's that kid on that bike, and the bike, it's a bicycle, but it's, like, made to look like a, like, motocross bike. Mm -hmm. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, this is when you, like, you kind of realize he is now in this doll business with Brayden. This is what Brayden wanted to come to America to do. Dolls. Let's make porcelain. Making some dolls. Asian dolls. And... So, th- so you you get a quick sense of how his kid knows all this stuff because there's yeah. like a he has like a dojo in the back of the store. Yeah. Now, now my question here is: Did did Cho live here? Good point. It seemed like there also could have been like it did a seem housing, like it was his house, like in the back upstairs area ish. Yeah. There was like his house is upstairs. And below is the doll gallery. Yeah, it was like doll store, dojo, domicile. That's that's <laughs> all I can think of because I honestly, otherwise, I don't know where Cho lived. Yeah, yeah, he lived with his dolls. Yeah. So right off the bat, you're introduced to this chick, Kathy, mm-hmm. and she uh, definitely wants some some Cho dick. Yeah. She's all about it. Chow down on Cho. She even shows up to the dojo pantsless. 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 Well. Let's let's call let's call it like it is, nude, like tights, cause cause she's wearing like a kimono, like a silken kimono. Yeah. And there's like this training sequence where they're like, she's like, I want to know the way or whatever, like, and so they and he's like, like, you don't spar. have any pants. He even mentions you don't have any pants on. Yeah, and they like spar, and so like her kimono is like flying all over the place, and like me, I kind of was waiting for like a little butt flash. It happened. But it was like, oh, okay, that's gross, like, nude panty. Maybe like, that's why in the yeah. thing it was online it was saying how that was a like, plot keyword was, like, these, like, weird legging things. Yeah. Like, I kind of did notice that, too, but I wasn't paying. I was kind of, like, thinking, like, oh, this is flapping up. Like, we're going to get shot like, a vag yeah, shot. Yeah, so I was waiting for, like, butt shot. I was like, that. oh, we're going to get, like, a vag shot here in a yeah. minute. But it never happened. Nope. I guess that's why. I mean, it did and it didn't. Yeah, it did and it didn't. So... It's super weird when Kane, who's his son, yeah, right, uh, breaks that doll. Mm-hmm. Like and she's it's a, like ready to reprimand him. Like, whoa, you little fucker! Like you just broke. Yeah, and she but like the the exchange between her and Kane is like almost like in the last movie where that guy like forgot his lines. Yeah, I felt like it was kind of like that. She was like, yeah. don't you don't. T- touch these because like he breaks one of the dolls and powder which i wrote down coke and yeah, or heroin this was... just falls out of the inside of this doll yeah i thought it was coke uh, it i can't like, like coke. don't you know don't mess with this blah blah blah, blah. so 
I'm like, oh, she knows about this. She's a bitch. She's going to be a bad guy. She really isn't. Yeah, she's like, she's in, like right in between. She's yeah. like, but, but, okay, so we learn later on, Braden has a hypnotizing mask. Is he, like, hypnotizing her Ooh, to be good bad? Good call. She's under the Braden spell. Because. Yeah, so I, cause, because she has a lot of good intentions, and she legitimately cares about Cho and his son, but then ha- obviously later on has to do things that she doesn't want to do. Right. So I'm wondering, maybe she's involved in this drug business also. Unwillingly. Unwillingly got involved, and then too late, now I have to stay involved. Maybe she broke a doll and saw the coke, or heroin or whatever, and was like, what's this? I know that uh, soon after Brayden comes to the store and shows up with my first poor man's version, like a poor man's version of a uh, Connie Connie Chung. I almost said Chani Kung, but that's Brayden's like confidant. I don't know who it is. Is this woman? Yeah, it's just she has like, no her. lines. That's oh, why. She, has, like, she walks around the store for a few minutes yeah. looking at the the, the dolls. That's yeah, that's my poor man's. Connie yeah, that was that was a, a little weird, definitely. Because mm-hmm. then, like after that, it was Caden, uh, not Caden, Braden and Kathy have that like meeting about like they're where they're talking about the heroin. Yeah. So it's like, oh well, now they're both in now on this. Yeah, like it's not because at first I thought maybe it was just going to be Kathy who was the one that was like the drug runner, like secret thing. Yeah. Like maybe Braden didn't know, but he was you know. Turned I didn't out to know be. where her character was going. I just knew that she wanted Cho. And loved wearing those nude panties. One thing about this movie, too, a lot less ADR. Yeah. The yeah. only time there was really ADR was on Cho. Yeah. They really just did this. Compared to Enter the Ninja, they did the movie justice. They did this series justice. Yeah. And the this movie, I have it on Blu-ray, and I got to watch an introduction from the director nice. of this movie. Nice. Who... Uh, didn't speak English. I don't necessarily know where he was from. He did speak English, broken English, so I really don't know where he was from. Maybe Iranian as well. Oh, uh, same with, as the producers. It wasn't a. Uh, uh, who was his name? What was his name? I'll look it up in a minute. Sure, sure. He he only said yes to the movie just to get the just so he could have a job. Oh wow! His name is Sam Furstenberg. Wow. Okay. So Sam, you know, two Sams right here. Yep, He's yep. is an Israeli American. I am not. I know. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> so, like, he never directed an action movie before. Oh. First action Did movie. Did a pretty good job, though. And he only said yes just to get the job. So. Sounds like he Oh, and also, everyone. while he was talking about this, he was clearly reading off of, like, note cards. <laughs> it was pretty obvious. That's awesome. And this was the first canon film to ever be put out by... Uh, another company, so oh. like Canon Films made this, but MGM had distribution oh, rights. Okay. So it was the first time this that happened was with this one. He also went on to direct other Canon films, such as there's a there's a whole no, a whole other Ninja series they did oh, called wow. American Ninja. There's that's not, and he did American Ninja one and two. American Who's Ninja American? has Michael Dudikoff, who was like this like. Uh, pseudo action star of the eighties, basically because of American Ninja. Yeah. And then he went on to just be in like B action movies forever. And I think he's in like American Ninja like one, two, four, and six or something wow. like that. That's awesome. Yeah, they made a fuck ton of those American Ninja movies. Which the poster for that just looks hilarious as well. So like Canon Films 
these Iranian dudes super big on ninjas. Apparently so. They really, really fucking love ninjas. Uh, one of the well, we were talking about the ADR. Yeah. And oh, and real quick, no ADR. And I think there was less rubber swords in this one. This oh yeah, a couple, oh yeah, but like a couple yeah, but it definitely less rubber so like, weapons right. and less sound effects. Yeah, like weird, less like, weird sound. Yeah, effects. boing. <laughs> yeah, none of that crazy shit going on. So Brayden, he ends up having an appointment with this drug kingpin, Italian mob boss guy. The drug situation here kind of confused me. Yeah. So Brayden is supplying drugs from Japan. Assumingly so. Or Assumably. somewhere in Asia, Vietnam, possibly. Yeah. That would make more sense as far as heroin goes. Or is it the Philippines? Because that's where we were in the last movie, right? Yeah. I'm not quite sure on that one. So, the... he Is he the supplier to the Italian dude? Yeah. So he's the supplier to the Italian dude. So the where it, was, where it got a little confusing was, like, so... Brayden... Is like the middleman between the Asians yeah, and, yeah. but then he was like, "Well, if He's you're not going to do this deal. We're not giving it to you. So how can the middleman be that like stingy with the drugs?" Yeah, or he just maybe owned some sort of drug things Weird. with the Asians. I don't really He's know. You never see these other Asian people that he deals no, with. No, no, no. But he mentions it many, many times. And is, is it him? No, it's the Italians that says one of the lines. You don't fuck with the Japanese or something yeah. like that. Uh, it he says it. Yeah, that's yeah, what I thought. Yeah, yeah he says yeah. it. And the drug kingpin Chafino is a super ugly poor man's Joe Pesci. Yep, that's our other poor man. S- super ugly poor man's Joe Pesci, and like it immediately, you know, disagrees with Braden. So Braden, all of a sudden, he's goes, a fucking ninja. He goes back, and you all see, of a sudden, yeah, he's a he's putting he's got his, a sweet bag he's full of ninja tricks, ninja bag together, <laughs> and this fucking crazy ass silver mask. I'm like. What yeah. the fuck is this? Like, what is this? Say, so, sorry, say the main Guido guy's name again, because I could never... Chafino. Chafino. Yeah. Okay. Never C-H- really, like, clearly C-H-I-F-A-N-O. got it. C-H-I-F-A-N-O. Okay. Chafino. Chafino. Okay. Yeah. So, because Brayden is pissed at these Italian guys and his goons and whatnot for disagreeing with him... He literally goes out and... He's just starts, taking him out. He kills... The one guy's on a picnic with his family. I wrote, Guido picnic. <laughs> and he's like, I'm gonna go use the fucking bathroom. Yeah, he's like, like drinking, <laughs> drinking beer and stuff. And they're at the park, and he goes to the bathroom at the park, and this is the Chifino's brother. Oh, yeah. Because not long after this, he goes, you killed my brother, um, somebody else, and then uh, my nephew. So... He kills his brother in the park bathroom and chokes him. Doesn't he choke him out? Yeah. And then... While he's taking a piss or something. And then Chafino meets with this uh, random eye-patched homeless man. Yeah. The, like, I wrote the the bum with intel about heroin. Yeah. So, because he goes, he's like, you killed my inside guy. I'm like, what is the fuck is this homeless guy? <laughs> yeah. And, and they almost, like, stiff him on the fucking money, too. Yeah. And... Then the bum goes down. Yeah, he go. He gets fucking to killed. To a ninja star to the eye. Yeah, he gets a ninja star in the eye. And then, when they show his face, when he gets... Because he falls in that fountain. Yeah! All, his face is all, like, it's all fucked, fucked up. up. It's like... It's clearly the, a dummy, too, but, like... It's oh, like, why is his face awesome. so fucked up? He just got a ninja face in the eye. Yeah. Yeah, it was super gross. And then, yeah, he kills his... He kills his was nephew. Was that his nephew? Yeah, he kills his nephew. This is the best part, because of, like... 
for some reason they felt it really like important to like establish this nephew's house because it's like one of the slowest shots and we, but this is what's, which is funny because we don't even know where Cho no. officially lives no <laughs> which I kept thinking because okay you're there there's this shot through this house and you're hearing some grown-up noises like it's like some sex going on or something and I'm like oh shit is Cho and Kathy like really like I thought kinda the same going thing. at it but then like you see like a coffee table with like a porno mag on it, and then there's those like Chinese, like classic Chinese blinds and stuff. Yeah. So uh, well, another reason Again, why you might another think indicator, it was Cho's, right? This Italian nephew. turn the corner, and it's Italian nephew with some tits and a hot tub thing. Yeah. So twenty-seven minutes in, boobs. Yeah. Last movie, no boobs. Well, almost boobs, no boobs. Twenty-seven minutes in. Magazine boobs, then real boobs. Yeah, <laughs> and so he Brayden blow darts the nephew. Yeah, to the death, back of the neck, right? And then comes over and with a like a staff, yeah. drowns the chick drowns in the hot the chick tub because the nephew's like passes out or like dies on top of her. So one kind of theme of this movie that I wanted to bring up oh, was, and this is the first time you see one, and it happens like three or four more times, is oversized hot tubs. You're right. There, four times in this movie are giant oversized yeah, hot tubs. Yeah, good call. Yeah, super weird. Like, why? I understand. Like, maybe <laughs> hot tubs are like a new thing in the eighties. Oh like, cool, yeah, like, yeah. You're tubs, right though. You're right hot though. Tubs. You nailed it with that. They, there was like a hot tub craze. Yeah, they had it in their budget. and They're probably like, "Fuck it, go buy four hot tubs." Well, when they tie what's her face up in that hot tub in that oh, insane way later that's on, that's like a crazy hot tub. <laughs> it's like a hotel hot tub. Nah, it was. It was like it was some fucking weird. That was a weird insane scene. shit. Definitely, yeah. And so they died fucking though. Yeah, like his then, dick was still in her. Oh, and then when like, they died, because <laughs> then like the coroner's got him. And, like, Shafino or whatever, like, is at the scene with some cops and stuff. And, like, they they pull over, you know, they pull the, like, little uh, blanket from the bodies. And they're, like, all stiff, like, uh, rigor mortis together. Yeah. Like, what do they, they he's, say something on Yeah, he on says, like, too. oh, they're still stuck together or something, like, something along those lines. You're getting the jaws of life to pry them apart. Yeah, yeah. Like that. And this is when you're introduced to the head cop on the case. Right. Who I wrote down as the uh, poor man Donald Trump. Yeah, good call. And good then call. his partner, who was this black dude, who's a poor man's O.J. Simpson. Yes, totally. He definitely looked like O.J. Simpson. I really thought black guy was going to have more of a role. Yeah, nope. No. He just seemed like, I was like, ooh, he might be, like, the saving grace in this scenario. Nope. And the, the the two cops, they go to this other guy who I assumed at the time was just a karate teacher teaching a class in the middle of, like, a building. Yeah. Like, it was literally the, off the path of a walkway, like, a hallway in a building. That's where this class was going on at. Right. So I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then I was like, why are they going to this guy for help? I'm like, oh, well, he trains with Cho because they show him. He goes back and trains with Cho. Right. And he asks Cho to help with the cops. Little do you learn... This guy's a cop, karate cop. Oh yeah, he wears a gi almost the whole fucking movie. Yeah, but he's a fucking he's police a officer because what one scene he's not wearing a gi, he's wearing like a police uh, sweater. He's like <laughs> it says like a thing, and he says something about being at the station. So fucking karate cop. Nice, really weird addition to this movie. And yeah, in the almost the whole movie, he wears a fucking gi. It's super weird. And how weird was it when? Braden was like forcing himself onto Kathy. Yeah, I thought there was a rape scene right around the corner. Yeah, two almost right in a row because yeah. Braden is like forcing himself on Kathy, who uh, Kathy is 
she's kind of like eighties hot. Yeah, she's definitely like it's this eighties hot. And then Brayden realizes he has to go, so he has this big Asian dude. Who is? Is this where we're coming to it? That's odd job. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. It totally odd is, job right? of uh, James Bond fame. Yeah, he... Goldfinger. I think that was one of his first. I think it's maybe the only movie he was in. Is that is that totally odd job? One hundred percent. Are we sure? Almost that? positive. I mean, I, I didn't do the due diligence of looking it up, but I know my odd jobs because there's only one of them. That's weird. You know your odd jobs. <laughs> but so yeah, he he puts this big guy, big Asian dude, in charge of watching Kathy. Right. Which is like. Because maybe she's gonna, he thinks she's gonna tell. I think at this point she's kind of getting skittish about like yeah. doesn't want to do this to Cho anymore. Thinks it's wrong. Yeah, because she's like, maybe her her line, her through line is like, oh, I'm falling for this Cho guy, and like I want to like have a nice life, maybe, and you know, cut out these dolls with cocaine and her heroin inside of them. And oh yeah, totally. That maybe is her little bit of an inspiration in the movie of like clean up. Marry this Cho guy and have some Cho babies. Yeah, <laughs> have more Cho babies. So, right around this time, which didn't make much sense to me, I'll talk about it in a minute. In a minute, but Cho catches all these guys stealing the dolls. Right, and what it is is the Italian guys are like, "We're gonna get our drugs no matter what." Right, but they are, happen to know that they're inside the dolls, so they go and start stealing the dolls. Obviously, Cho has no idea. So these guys are stealing these dolls in crates. Cho catches them, starts fighting all of them. They're, this is a great scene. Though this scene goes on forever, and it's yeah, fucking awesome. It's pretty darn good. It's a sweet action scene. This it's, is like this one. This is around the time when we when we get introduced to that Indian, like straight up Native American Indian friend, right? Yes. Yes. Friend. He's a bad guy. Well, yeah. The friend to the Italians, right? The, the Italians in I don't even know because none of these guys that are stealing any of the stuff are Italian. No, but I was assumed that they were hired by Oh, yeah, by they're the, hired by, by the, the Italians. Guidos. So the Italian dudes hire these guys. The one guy, while Cho is fighting, there's three of them that are stealing at first. The one guy just keeps yelling, Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! He's literally yells it the whole time until he finally gets punched in the face. Yeah. But he's circling the fight as it's happening, yelling, Come on! It was cheering everybody out. And then this fucking Native American dude jumps out of a window. window. It was like an empty window, like of of somewhere that was under construction behind there. He jumps out of the window. He's holding like a crate or something. Like, yeah, he hold, he's holding a crate and smashes it on Cho, who goes down like a fucking rock instantly, yeah. but like no-sells it. He goes down and no-sells yeah. it, gets, <laughs> he gets, up, he, but gets back up and starts kicking that dude's yeah. ass. There was lots of moments where I was like, man, Cho might like like thwart this. Like He might just stop them from stealing it. Yeah, because they, they kind of get away. So clo- yeah. They get away in that van, and then he starts just jumping shit. Yeah. To catch, he catches up to the van by jumping shit. Yeah. He like, jumps like brick walls and shit. Fence, walls. Yeah, I was like, holy Doesn't cow. Doesn't like move onto the car. That was sweet when like he does this huge like front flip tumble move, and you think, oh, it's just him jumping over another fence. But he, like, gracefully lands on the top of, like, a Hyundai. Yeah. It's awesome. And he ends up on top of the van, which yeah, they're trying to, like... the van they're driving. Yeah, they're trying to, uh, they're trying to like, get him off, because he grabs onto the back of the... There's, like, a ladder on the back of the van. It's yep. a conversion van. And he 
ends up kicking through the window, which is a fucking oh, awesome drop scene. kick through the windshield. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah, I was just like right here. I'm. I was like, holy fuck! The action scenes in this movie are just fucking amazing, and it just keep. It just kept going. And the fact that like the 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 Indian guy, right? He had tomahawks like axes, yeah. and Cho totally lived through that. Like yeah. He came full force tomahawking him, and Cho was just like, nope. And and Cho, mega badass mode right here, he is, the van, he gets pushed off the van again, grabs onto this, like, rope that's on the back of the van, is yeah. getting dragged behind yeah. the van, and a car hits him! <laughs> yeah, that's right! A car hits him! That's oh, how the chase ultimately man. ends. The bad guys don't even necessarily get away, because a car, yeah. an auto, like, a car that's not involved, right. hits Cho when he's being dragged behind the van. Oh, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? The fact, putting that all in retrospect, the fact that... He lives through all of these attacks, and at the end has this climactic ending, you know, which we'll get to. You're like, dude, how did you go through all that unscathed? So, when Brayden left Kathy before, you don't really know where he's going. because He kind of finds out that the Italians might be doing this. So he goes to the doll gallery and sneaks in. Why does he even sneak in? Why is he dressed as a ninja even have to sneak in? It's his own gallery. Yeah. He sneaks in from the top, and that's when the grandma catches <laughs> yeah. him. And then grandma showcases her skills. Yeah, I was like, I was like holy shit, she's doing flips and shit. I was right? like, holy cow. But then she disappears, and he somehow knows she's behind this wall and stabs her through the oh, fucking wall. Oh, yeah, that's a kind of epic. And then the kid, Kane, is on he's, top of the roof. He witnesses this. He's, yeah, he's on top of the roof playing. Yeah, just Literally wandering around playing on top of the roof. He peeks in on the window through the uh, like, like the yeah, skylight, like the skylight thing and sees Brayden do this. So Brayden sees him then, and then Brayden sees him tries to like uh, climb up this ladder, and the kid like cuts the cuts rope. It. Yeah, that's but Brayden ma- uh, magically like um, is on the roof. Yeah. So there's like this whole chase scene between Brayden and the kid on the roof, which is pretty absurd. Yeah. And. Then Brayden, or Cho comes back and discovers his mom's body, realizes his son, Kane, is missing, and the um, he still won't help the cop. Right. And and maybe I guess you could say he got he's getting revenge for his the mom dying. Yeah. I don't really... Kind of what I thought. I mean, yeah. But it's funny that after the kid, his kid's missing, and his mom's dead... And he still won't help the police. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, come on, dude. And then this is when that large Asian guy tries to rape Kathy. Yeah. And then Brayden kills him. Brayden <laughs> That's right. Like, it's so funny. He leaves this guy in charge to watch his, like, yeah, wannabe girlfriend. And the guy's just like, mm, I'm going to rape you. Yeah. Like, That's what? when I thought we were going to see Kathy boob. Yeah, no Kathy Psych. boobs in this movie. But, yeah, I thought it was hilarious that, like, you leave this guy in charge and now he's going to rape your girlfriend. Brayden's all over the place. He's like a whirlwind of emotions here. Yeah, so he Brayden kills that fucking guy. And Brayden has such a weird voice, too. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that. He has, like, a really weird, whiny voice a lot of times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's kind of weird for a bad guy. It's just super weird. And then he hit, and this, this is when he hypnomasks uh, Kathy. Yeah. For the first time, you realize he has like a hypno mask. His like his silver mask he wears when he's a ninja has like green eyes, and he like does this counting thing and hypnotizes Kathy to go get Kane. I'm trying to think of like the mask 
what's the is it you would call it almost like samurai yeah it's like a samurai it's got a, like grinning face yeah but yeah like these emerald green eyes and it's so, kind of cool so Cho obviously agrees to help the the cop. Which you don't see that happen. He's just with Not the cop really, going to yeah. the park. Yeah, yeah. So they go to this park. This is the best scene in the movie. This was folks. honestly my favorite scene it's of the entire the movie. the best. I think anybody will agree. Yeah. So Cho goes to, with Karate Cop, to this park. And there is children playing at the park. Because why wouldn't there be? It's park. And they come across this village people gang. It's totally literally, there's like, people. there's like a cowboy, there's like this Asian dude with like a mohawk. Yep. It's like, it's like a weird, not exact village people, but like, why is there a cowboy, blue cowboy? Literally dressed in like blue, like, yeah. clothing, cowboy. Straight up cowboy. So, it's super duper weird, and he's like, basically you can describe him as like super gay cowboy pimp. Yeah. Because he had a feather in his hat. Yeah, his that's cowboy right. hat. That's right. So it was super weird. And then the fight breaks out between them all. Because he's like, he's like, where's where's my son, right? He's like asking about like his dolls he, and his son. He's asking about the dolls and like, but why would why would these people break in? And like, the karate cop seems to think that these guys would know about like local like thugs yeah, being right. Like, yeah, he's like the mid middleman of like hooking show like Cho up with like, hey, look at check these guys out. Yeah, they're like village people. Yeah, <laughs> they're like village people. <laughs> They and, might know some yeah, shit. a fight breaks out in this playground. Yeah, it's total playground. Like, and there's people just hanging out watching. There's tons like, of people yeah. watching this. One, why was this gang hanging out at the playground? Super creepy. Two, True. why were all these other adults at this playground? There's just hanging there's, out. There's, there's like zero there's kids. Like Twenty right? adults for every child. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's 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 insane. It, I, I was just like, nobody why at any point is, is anybody like, like nobody. Nobody's like, hey, maybe we should like. Break this up. Call the cops. Oh wait, that's a karate cop, so I guess not. Like, yeah, well, yeah, he's, he's going a cop. through this jungle gym. And I love when he sliced the cowboy's mustache. Oh, that's with a fan, because at one point he's not using any weapons yet. We've yet to see right. Cho use any weapons. His hands are and his he has these fans he pulls out of his that's pockets, right. and he starts like using his fans to like distract or whatever. And he slices the the cowboy pimp's mustache. And he gets all, like, butthurt about it, and then he gets knocked out. Then that black guy, the one black guy in the gang, has a gun! So he's oh, firing yeah. a gun in a playground! And Cho then pulls off of his belt a fucking ninja star. <laughs> That's right. He had a, the whole time he's wearing this belt, and you don't really notice it, but I rewound it back, and he was wearing it a bunch of times. Oh, that's that's cool. And you don't notice it. It just yeah, looks like a it just it. looks like a belt buckle, but on the front of it there's a fucking ninja star. Yeah. I was awesome. like, oh, that's fucking badass. And then Kane, who is missing because he ran away, right. wanders back to the dojo. And Kathy is there. And they have a little fight. <laughs> they have a fight. Yeah. And he's kicking her ass. Yes. He's kicking her ass. It's fucking hilarious. Is this he this accidentally is runs into the wall, and that's when that's like his downfall is that he rolls too many times and bumps oh, his head into the wall. Yeah. Now we see Kane like spar or fight a couple times, right? He fought the little kids, and then he's sparring with his dad. Right? Yeah, yeah, which is uh, in this scene with Kathy. Is this when he has like the precious little like toddler sword? Or is that earlier when he's with his dad? I can't remember, but either way, at one point he's got this sweet little kid sword. Awesome. Yeah, and then Kathy ends up ratting out Brayden to Cho, right? And Brayden walks in as this is like happening. 
So he like kidnapped. He knocked. Does he knock out Cho? Oh yeah, I don't. I can't recall. Or no, maybe he like heard overheard her because that's when he kidnaps Kathy and is like, yeah. we're gonna he's kill her. Yeah. And it's super weird because Cho he just say he says he must go alone because he says only a ninja can beat a ninja. Right. Because like this is when he finds out that like. The hypno thing was happening. Brayden's a ninja. Which, ha- like, getting all of this information at one time has to, like, be a lot to take in. Yeah. Like, hey, your best friend, he's a ninja. Yeah. And guess what? He has a hypno mask. <laughs> and guess what? He's been selling drugs inside of your dolls. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, this is a lot to take in at one time. So, when he when they take Kathy away, they tie her up in this insanely oh, so large weird. hot tub, and they tie up her ar- Arms each and arm legs, right? and l- each leg separately, yeah. and, and like she's like she's basically like tied up like a star yeah. in the middle of this hot tub, but almost in a seated position though, right? Like, yeah, yeah. And so then they're gonna like hot tub her to death because <laughs> they start just pouring this mass amount yeah. of water on her, and I'm like, oh well, this is the fucking end of Kathy. Yeah, yeah. Because this, I thought so. she's gonna fucking drown. Yeah. There's no because the water's running for so long, so I just assume she's dead. And Cho in this time gets prepped to kill Brayden. Yeah, he gets like all right, his right. weapons yeah. and everything. He's so got some pretty sweet. So weapons. this is when I got like slightly confused because they didn't show the mask at first. When you see somebody shoot a zip line across, yeah, I did too. because he was because Brayden wasn't wearing the mask. Yeah, so I thought it was Brayden or Cho going into the I, building, as did I. and it's not because Cho is at the bottom of the building with his hand spikes to right, scale the building. Right, right, right. So I, I, I have a bunch of scribble outs because I'm like, oh, Cho's going and shooting a zip line into Chafino's lair. Scratch that. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. psych. Actually, I thought it was Brayden's lair, but it was Chafino's lair. So, Brayden is trying to get into Trofino's lair to kill him for stealing the drugs because he finds out he stole the drugs. And he has, like, marbles, which he throws down a bunch of, like, little tiny metal stars. Yeah, that's sweet. And that guy's running down the hallway with a gun who could have just shot him. (laughs) And he's like, hey, hey, you, hey, you. And then Brayden throws these marbles. The guy slips face plants into the fucking Yeah, but that was sweet. That was super yeah. sweet. And then you know, that's when Cho is scaling the building. And at this point, it's been a while since the water was going on to Kathy. I'm like, she how totally is she dead still now. alive? Yeah, yeah. She's totally still alive. Yep, but totally so, alive. Chafino realizes Brayden's like coming in, you know, and he pulls out this massive fucking assault rifle. Yeah. And his one goon is like, you can stop an army with that bad bitch. It's and I was so like, oh, good. that's a fucking really insane way to describe that gun. It's so good. And then he just starts firing like a madman because he thinks that he's like, you're not going to stop me. He doesn't even know where Brayden so is at this point. He's just firing the gun like a fucking madman. Oh, I forgot that. Yeah. Like just into the air? Just like. You no, know, into the wall. Because I mean, oh, he thinks he's outside the wall or gotcha. something. And then, again, multiple mini stars to face here. Oh, I love it, though. And Kane eventually escapes. He takes... Because Kane is kidnapped, too. Yeah. They kidnap his son and Kathy. Kane is kidnapped in the same room. Gets out, takes down a guard. Like a legit Legit guy, like a big thug type. Yeah, and saves Kathy. Yeah, he's just, like, kind of just hanging... Is he tied up, or is he just... 
standing there, like, in that hot tub room. Who, Kane? Yeah. He's tied up. He has his hands tied. That's right, that's right. Yeah, he has his hands tied. And his legs. His hands and legs are tied. He's laying down in what looks like a sauna room. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Dude, what was what was with when the Braden threw the he threw those spikes at that guy's eyes? Oh, that okay. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. Where I was like, that was awesome. Yeah, he threw two spikes, like big spikes, yeah. into these guys, and then he spikes Chafino's hand too. Heck yeah! And he ends up killing Chafino, but sadly, right around this time, Karate Cop dies. Yeah, because Braden's trying to get away, has a confrontation with Karate Cop, ends up stabbing. Uh, karate cop. Or karate unfortunately, cop. he tries to shoot uh, Braden multiple times, and Braden turns around and then throws a ninja star at him and fucking takes him down. It's awesome. So the ultimate showdown in this movie, the cli- like the final climax of this movie, is a rooftop battle between Braden and Cho. It, uh, it went out a little too long. It was it was a little underwhelming, but I knew I knew right away. Oh boy, here comes the climax. <laughs> But Cho, the, there's another hot tub on the roof of this place. That's right. What the fuck? Yeah, this is one of the other. And then there's a lot of stabbing going on in this fight too. They keep they stab each other a lot of times. Oh, this whole yeah. fight is full of flipping and stabbing. Yep, that's all they're doing. Yeah, like and like flipping. jumping at each yeah. other, which was another theme from the last movie. Yeah. Just, let's just jump at each other. Jumping at each other. And then when he finally stabs Brayden, holy fuck! There was a lot of blood. Yeah, I wrote. Uh, Tarantino amount of blood. Yeah, it was like Kill Bill style, yep, like blood gusher. spray gusher. Yep, and it was just all over the place. And I thought it was hilarious that he saves the day. His son and Kathy come running up on top of the roof, and it's just like, oh, look at dead body, son. Yeah, like, right. All right, we'll just have to deal with this blood everywhere. Oh, I remember now. I I forgot. Like I forgot how like little little Kane was like tied up or whatever. But like, remember I was saying before the podcast. There was a line, hey, look, Superman. I remember now, it's Kane. Kane is, like, to, to like, sidetrack the, the goon that's watching him and Kathy. He just goes, hey, look, Superman. Like, he looks really quick, and then he, like, just does some little boy ninja <laughs> stuff. I think that's when he kills the guard who's yeah, inside. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, who's the inside. guy, right? They're yeah. inside, so why would the Superman thing work? <laughs> well, maybe they were near a window. Hey, look, Superman, what? Oh, Dead. also, for this whole, like, climactic scene, and maybe maybe even right out of the gate, like, when Cho gets ready to, like, uh, uh, you know, attack on this whole lair, he has, like, kitty cat eyeliner makeup yeah. around his yeah. eyes, which is precious. The, the movie took 48 days to shoot, but the final rooftop fight scene took two weeks to shoot. Wow. Due to the effects, pyrotechnics, mechanical rigging, safety considerations, elaborate camera positioning, yeah, including hanging like... 20 stories high outside the building. Yeah. Somebody hung 20 stories high outside oh, of a window, Jesus. and then there were helicopter shots. Yeah, I was going to say, I knew there were helicopter shots. Yeah. Like... Well, the, ends, the end shot is like a helicopter shot. Because oh the movie God. literally ends. It, yeah, it at, least the, like, at least the other one had this like, sh- like yeah, hey, it was just shitty ending, but it's but just it, like, kind of abrupt. It's just like boop. it's like oh, Cho saves the day. Here's Kathy and Kane, and like this big. Go lie down. I know you're getting antsy. <laughs> go lay down, Rico. Go lay down. I know you're sad. Go lay down. Go! 
Lay down. Oh, finish finish your thought, but then I got... I don't even know what I was saying. <clears throat> so you were, like... The ending was just super abrupt. Yeah, okay, we'll go back to that. Yeah. And yeah, the, it just it just ends. There's nothing. There's nothing else. Yeah. So I remember now some parts, because you said hot tub at the end. There is, like, a fake dummy of Brayden. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Like, is it just torsoing up, or was it a whole thing? Because, like... It gets chopped in half. Yeah. And for a hot second, for like one hot second, I thought, holy fuck, Joe just chopped Brayden in half. Yeah. I genuinely thought yeah. that. I thought so, too. Then there was a fake sure. arm, because yeah. that came up oh, yeah. from the hot yeah, tub. Because, yeah, because he, he throws Brayden in the hot tub, so he's like looking right. around the hot tub, yeah. and then he sees an arm, and then he grabs it, and it's a fake arm. Yeah. How did he plant that like Where? dummy yeah. and fake arm? He's like, you know what? I'm going to end this fight upstairs in the hot tub. And I'm going to plant my fake dummy arm and fake body. Also, got to touch on this. Is it, I can't recall, but somebody, I'm pretty sure it's Brayden, throws a fireball. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Brayden that throws a fireball. Yeah, yeah, Brayden. It's like, yeah. not a fireball. It's like. It's just like flames. It's just straight up yeah, like, flamethrower out yeah, of his hand. Yeah, it was awesome. Like, kinda, that's though. a thing, I guess. Like, it was apparently. unexpected, and I thought it was stupid, kind of, but it was still, like, kind of awesome. Yeah, so. It was, uh, but yeah, then like ridiculous, just ending kind of out of nowhere. Like you, knew, you know the the whole fight's the climactic ending, but like you expect like a little bit of like a some sort of resolution yeah. type of thing. Like, but I mean, I guess nah, he killed him. So what else is there to say? I don't I'm, know. I'm interested where what is it? Revenge of or no no no? What's the next one? Ninja Three: The Domination. Ninja Three: The Domination, which you say has some sort of like. Exorcist, yeah. Thing going on. So I'm, cu- I'm very. I, and honestly, does it tie in at all with revenge? It says that it has nothing to do with neither film, oh. and the, other than the fact that Shokuzuki is in Ninja Three: The Domination, all playing right. a different character again. Jesus Christ! So, I mean, you really don't need a sequel to it because it really doesn't need one because it just ends. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it just. But um, I'm reading that. Menham Golan, the executive producer, yeah, of the movie, yeah, yeah. called an emergency me- meeting one day at the uh, Canon offices in regards to the film, in which he called it a mess. During the meeting, it was Golan who came up with the film's opening prologue that adds more depth to the story. Oh, so that whole ninja- so it really yeah, it really would have just started with them in America and his kid getting beat up. That would have made zero sense. If but it, it went still makes no sense that his family dies, and we don't know why, who killed yeah, his family. They forgot that little loose end, I guess. <laughs> Even though they were trying to tie up the loose ends. I mean, the rest of the movie was fine. I really don't think that it yeah. was a mess. I I would give this, like, mm, it's got to be out of five. I give it four not. ninja stars out of five. <laughs> just yeah. for the action scenes alone. I'm just because go three because were, I really I I petered out. I uh, yeah maybe three three and a half. I get three and a half. Because uh, awesome action that keeps you that that captures you. But you know what? The movie's not you. long, and there's a lot of long action sequences. Yeah. So the amount of dialogue scenes there's they're few and far between. It's fairly tolerable. I petered out. I think just because like. I was a little tired, but I was also like, 
I'm watching it, and as I'm watching it, I just bought my Wii U, and my Wii U's sitting there, too. <laughs> so I'm like, I want to play that, but i got to watch this movie, and it is good. And you had no issues also... watching it on No, YouTube, no, this right? is in English, <laughs> on YouTube. In good quality, too, right? Uh, the, uh, yeah, it's the Paramount Vault, yeah, right? YouTube yeah, YouTube page. That's so the one good, I good watched quality. it off of. Yeah, good quality. Nice. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, I really... Again. I, I enjoyed it, though. I, again, if you I love... enjoyed it more than the first one. The first one is pretty ridiculous. There's some ridiculous characters in it, where this one doesn't have these as, as absurd characters in it. Right. But it's uh, it's a much better action movie yeah. and more tolerable. If you love your ninja movies... Yeah. Uh, if you love your ninja movies just for ninja movies... Skip the first one. Skip Enter the Ninja, I say. Yeah, I because mean, this is w- unless you really want to see it just yeah. because, like, I'm in the mood for ninja yeah. movies, you could skip it. Skip the first one, just watch the second one because it's got way better action. It's ten times more brutal, so if you like that, like, kind of hard, like, kills and stuff like that, I'm not going to say it's, like, guts and blood and stuff. But no, there's some blood, but there's yeah. not. it's not over the top. So yeah, I, I honestly I enjoyed this one. Yeah, uh, a lot. it was much more enjoyable than the last one. For me, it was mostly because it was in English as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't have English with Italian dub over. Yeah. So next week, we're going to watch Ninja Three: The Domination. He's the ultimate killer. She's the perfect weapon. Aerobic instructor Christy Ryder becomes possessed by the spirit of an evil ninja when she comes to his aid after he is gunned down. Oh. Dominated by the killer's vicious and relentless rage, she sets out to brutally attack his enemies. Her boyfriend, confused by Christy's changing personality and afraid that he might be the next victim, victim enlists the aid of Yamada, played by Show. Show. Nice. The quintessential martial arts hero. Why couldn't it just been enlist the aids of Cho? Like, yeah. Why does it have to be Yamada? Why can't it be Cho? Yeah, why can't it just hell? be the same character? I do not understand. So, this. so uh, in a life-threatening exorcism and ultimate fight to the death, Yamada proves that he is Christie's only chance for survival. For only a ninja can kill another ninja. So they're, they're keeping that oh, from the second one. Sweet. But yeah, we're getting the Exorcist mixed with. Revenge of the Ninja. I got a good feeling about this one. And, and by good and feeling, I think it's going to be bad. Christy Ryder, Lucinda, Lucinda Dickey is the actress. She is in Breakin' and Breakin' 2 Electric Boogaloo. Nice. Uh, Breakin' 2, a movie we've previously discussed on the podcast. Nice. So, uh, Yeah, I feel pumped. like for all these canon films, third time's a charm with the ninjas. Let's really rock this one. And I mean, decided to Ninja 3, up. I feel like, is the more slightly more popular one of, of the three... Um, what year? This one came out in 84. Wow. It's, okay, 90, so it's like 92 81. minutes. Uh, this one is also directed by the same guy as oh, the last one. Oh, nice. And uh, has a commentary with him. Uh, this one, but this one was, uh, diff- uh, the other two were put out by, I don't know what, KL Studios Classics for whatever. And I don't know why they're both on the Paramount Vault page. Some oh, distribution weird. because they're both MGM movies. Does Paramount own MGM now stuff? Huh. I don't know. But this was also put out by Scream Factory. This was a Scream Factory release. Nice. They do a lot of they do a good job with a lot of absurd movies from the eighties and nineties. So uh yeah, I'm I'm sure there's more people that have this one on Blu-ray than have the other since it was a Scream Factory release and they do a really good job with restoring movies and stuff like that. So Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty psyched for Ninja Three the Domination. It looks absolutely absurd. Yep, this one this one was good. It wasn't, you know, I mean still for me since I've been on the podcast, 
you know, <laughs> I started with <laughs> Helen Keller and the Night Wolves, and it's just been all downhill, like, in a good way, like, yes, like, I got the shittiest movie I've ever seen in my life out of the way, <laughs> so maybe that was a good thing. I think it was a good thing, because yeah. now I'm just watching these classics, and yeah. if you love ninja movies, B-movies, just, yeah, go with this one. Yeah, definitely. So uh, remember to subscribe on iTunes. Uh, bnbpodcast.com is the website. Rate us on iTunes. Leave comments on Facebook. Please. Let us know what the fuck is up. So for B-Movie Breakdown, I'm Corey. And I'm Sam. Remember, payback is deadly. <laughs> it's the best of the 